Hi, this is Theo Pocher and you're listening to Just By Tame. Hey guys, welcome back to Just Bathe. You guys know what we do already. We talk about stories and experiences that hopefully inspire you because they definitely inspire us and topics that we are passionate about and genuinely love. Now, here's the thing, right? You guys know that we started our motorsport segment quite recently. So in our first episode, we had Deepak, who's our best friend. Our second episode, we had Danny Moreno, who's the F1 esports driver for Mercedes. And now, my oh my, I can't, I don't even know what to say, honestly, because he is a superstar who's done so much that is... It suggests he finished P2 in the F3 championship last season. Now he's debuting for F2 for ART. Theo Pusha, it's so we are so pleased to have you here, buddy. How's everything going? How are you? Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for for the invite, and uh, I'm also very happy to be here. It's great. Oh, I can't believe it. Now, before we get into your journey and pick your brains on things, I have this icebreaker for you. As much as you love more sport, you're also a basketball fan. And I know that I've seen an interview of yours where you say the sportsman you look up to is LeBron James. So this is my question for you, all right? Would you want to be your teammate with LeBron James or Sebastian Vettel? Because I know your Formula One driver is Sebastian Vettel. So who would you pick? Uh, it's it's a difficult choice, but yeah, for sure I I really like uh, basketball and Formula One. Um, I I really like sports in general, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I would prefer to be teammate with uh, Sebastian Vettel in uh, in Formula One, I think, because LeBron James, I don't know if he's really good in a in a race car, but uh, <laughs> yeah. on a basketball court, he's uh, one of the best. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I'd agree with you on that. I was reading about you, and you started your karting career when you were three years old. I don't even know what I did when I was three years old. So, how did you get into your karting career, and what was that journey like? Yeah, sure. I started like yeah at three years old, and uh, yeah, my father was um, was a motorsport fan. He was doing some go kart just um, just like that, you know. He was not a professional, and uh, and yeah, he put me in a go kart, and then we we never stopped because I yeah I was uh, in love with, with that sport, and uh, I always wanted to do some go karts. And uh, with my father, we we were with the little car, um, you know. Uh, we we put the, the go-karts inside and we were going to the racetrack um, every weekend and uh, yeah and now uh, I'm here in Formula 2 and uh, and yeah it's it's really good to see um, the all, all the journey we we did and um, yeah it's I'm really proud of uh, of what I did uh, even um, if uh, I'm not um, in Formula 1 because my mm-hmm. goal is be, uh, is to be a Formula One driver and Formula One world champion, and it's still uh, very, very far, but uh, close at the same time. So yeah. Oh, yeah, it's an exceptional journey that you have. But I also want to ask you this: as a kid, you also achieved a lot. But when do you think was the turning point where you said, "Yes, I can make it big, and this is I can make this as my profession"? Um, yeah, I think from nowadays, you know, in go karts, we are already uh, professional drivers, but. Um, for me, it was difficult to 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 say to myself, you know, uh, I really want to be Formula One world champion. I will do it. Uh, I will I will be a Formula One driver one day. You know, it was still very far. And um, I think since my first year of Formula Four, Friendship Four in uh, 
2018. Um, yeah, I think I realized that it was possible, um, even if, if uh, it would be yeah really difficult. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, in 2018 when I was in a French F4. It's a great segue to my next question that you rose to the occasion in Formula 3, being the youngest winner and finishing P2 in your debut season. How was that like? And so what were your expectations before Formula 3 started and did you surpass it? And how did you feel by the end of it? Well, it's, it's incredible to be the, the youngest winner and also to be vice champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, be, before uh, the, the start of the season, um, I wanted, I always want to, to win. You know, I'm not here just to just, I don't know, to finish P10 or, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. a competitor and I always want to, to win as everyone. And, but I, I knew it was going to be really difficult and, um, and it was difficult. You know, the first race was not easy. Uh, I scored zero points. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar uh, won one race and uh, he scored uh, about 31 points, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, after the first weekend, I said to myself, well, it's okay. I learned from that weekend. Now I just need to put everything together and uh, I can make a good result, I think, on the same track. So that's what that, that was good for, for a rookie, um, for myself, you know, to have uh, two races on the, on the same, two race weekend on the same circuit. And uh, yeah, then I won since the, I, I won in the second race weekend, uh, race mm-hmm. two in Austria. And yeah, since there, uh, the season was really good. I won then in uh, Hungary and then uh, some really good results at the end of the year. And yeah, I'm really, really proud to be uh, the youngest winner ever and also vice champion and only three points uh, behind Oscar. Yeah, yes. You know, yeah, it's it's really close for me. Yeah, for sure. I'm not the champion. Um, I, I know I'm not the champion, but it, it's really, really close. And uh, yeah, I'm really proud to be uh, to, to yeah to to have a great fight, you know, with the Premas and um, to be the only uh, ART car uh, there, you know, in the mm-hmm. top three. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud. You should be what an exceptional feat that was. Now, I just want to pick your brains on you know the mental side of things, right? So I am a sportsman. I play a sport. I don't know if you have heard. It's a sport called cricket, and I have routines and yeah, and I have routines and superstitions before I get into what I do. What are your routines, or if you have any superstition before you sit inside the car or inside the car? Sure, sure. I think uh, every every sports, uh, everyone would do sports, or I don't know. Even in in life, um, you can have superstition. You know, me, I'm uh, I always put my right gloves. First, I always, I always put my uh, my right shoe first. Um, okay. I jump uh, on the right side of the car. So you know, it's um, some little things that help me to to get concentrated and to be um, yeah to be a hundred percent concentrated on, on the race and to feel uh, relaxed and uh, yeah. So that it that is really important. I think uh, everyone uh, has those little things um, that help them you know to to get concentrated. Yeah, I think like uh, like the driver you look up to, even Sebastian Vettel has a thing of jumping inside the car from the right side. So, yeah. I also want to know about, so when you face defeats, like you said, the first race didn't go well, you didn't score points. When you face defeats and setbacks, how do you mentally prepare yourself to fight back, to come stronger, to race harder, to tell yourself that you still can do this? Um, you know, in the first weekend, I think, was was good from my side for sure i didn't score any points um and i was uh in race two you know the, the race two of the first weekend was really good 
I had the contact with Peroni, so then I finished, I don't know, 20, in 25th position, or I, I don't remember, but I learned a lot, a lot of things from the first uh, race weekend. And that's, um, all, all those things helped me for, for the rest of the season. And I think without the, the, this first weekend, maybe I wouldn't be a vice champion. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah. I was um, I was a bit more relaxed, uh, I would say, as well on the second race weekend of the year. Um, I was really, really, you know, I was I had too much stress on the first race weekend because I was discovering uh, the F3, was discovering a, a new category, you know, a new uh, a race weekend format and everything. So I was, yeah, um, I had too much stress, and uh, without um, without the stress and with everything I learned from the first weekend, the second weekend was much better. And uh, then, um, yeah, then uh, all the season was much better. So, yeah. Are you someone who puts pressure on yourself, telling yourself that I need to win, I need to do my best? Or are you someone who gets affected by the surroundings, by maybe social media or family or friends, or by even your competitors, what they say about you? Are you someone who gets pressurized by that? No, not really. I'm, um, yeah, I'm someone who like to, to be calm. To be concentrated and i yes sometimes i say i say to myself you know uh, i i need to do it well but i know to do it no stress i will do it i know my I, you know i know my skills mm -hmm. uh it's okay it's okay don't need to stress myself too much um i just need to 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 be relaxed and concentrated you know i'm not someone who say uh every uh two minutes i need to do it i need to do it i need to do it <laughs> yeah. i prefer to be a bit mm -hmm. uh yeah, a bit relaxed and um, yeah, super concentrated. And I have my goals, uh, you know, in my head before uh, starting the the race or the qualifying or the session. Um, and yeah, I know what I need to to achieve. So what we on we see on TV is you champions driving the car. But I want to ask you what goes behind the scenes as a 17 year old. I'm starting from go kart. Every upgrade that you make, there's a lot of differences between the car you handle. So how do you learn about the car? How do you work with the team, the engineers? How, do, how does that go? Because we don't see the technical side of things. You do that behind the scenes, the hard work that you guys do. How do you go about that? How do you understand the car? What's the communication like? Sure, but there is a lot of, uh, a lot of work uh, before uh, every uh, race weekend. Uh, it can be, you know, uh, for me uh, at the gym uh, to prepare myself physically and mentally. Uh, also with the team, with all the engineers, the mechanics, um, we work a lot on the data. Uh, we do a lot of uh, simulator as well. Uh, it's really, really important. I think um, this uh, helps a lot to have a really good weekend. Um, all the work uh, we are doing before uh, the race weekend, um, for sure, it's uh, it's time again. And, uh, and it, it helps us a lot uh, on the weekend. So uh yes and then there there is on the race weekend we have the track walk uh it's really long it's about uh two hours but we have to uh you know uh, see how the curbs are um all the track is you know if there is some changes since last year uh there is a lot a lot of work you know and uh, it's not easy to to win a mm -hmm. race on the in, on Formula 3 or Formula 2, um, it, you need to, to work a lot and to have everything uh, together at the same time. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really difficult. It does sound very difficult, but kudos to you guys for pushing it out every race in and out. Now, last season, you finished the F2 season. You had two races in Bahrain with WHWA, sorry. 
did you use that opportunity to show people what you've got or did you use that opportunity to learn more about the car and the F2 season overall because you were already in contention for the upcoming F2 season it would have been a surprise if you didn't make it yeah but i, I used this uh, opportunity to to learn as much as i could uh, for the for this season for the 2021 season um it was a great opportunity uh, that um, hwa gave me um with the help of uh, sober academy and uh, yeah i'm really proud of uh, of that because i'm the only um uh, new f2 drivers who had this opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, yeah. drive uh, in the race weekend and uh, this is really really good uh, then for sure i think the performances were uh, um, not so good um, we know we all know uh, that uh, hwa were struggling a lot this year mm-hmm. um, we try everything to to do good result together um unfortunately it, it was not the case um but i showed that i think um the starts were good um i could learn the pit stop i could learn um racing together in f2 with the other drivers and that's uh, little things that will help me for sure uh, next season or this season that's great and i also read about how a lot of drivers have an opinion on how it's going to be mentally and physically tough in the upcoming f2 season because it's true the calendar is hectic but we know the physical kind of things how you guys make yourself fit go to the gym but i want to know what what's what is that you do to make sure you're mentally healthy and that you're not exhausted or tired and every race you're there 100% yeah sure but it, it will be really difficult it will be a, a completely new challenge uh, with um, three races per weekend uh, and the saturday we have two races uh, in mm-hmm. the same place so uh, really really tough i think uh, mentally and uh, as well uh, physically uh, for e- everybody for the mm-hmm. mechanic for the drivers engineers everyone also the marshals on the track yeah, right yeah. it will be a new format um and uh, yeah i think uh, every driver is preparing their, their themselves uh, really hard at the gym and mentally as well um because yeah as i said it is a co- it's a completely new challenge and um yeah but i think um it, it will be good it, it will change a bit um compared to 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 the classic uh, f2 format what do what do you so you had expectations before your f3 season started what are your expectations before your f2 season starts well as i said <laughs> i always want to i always want to win um mm-hmm. that the first uh, goal uh, that's my first goal i always want to win then i know f2 is really complicated um i know that uh, the minimum uh, each year it's it's a top 5 for every driver mm-hmm. top 5 is really really good um and the top 3 uh, top 3 uh, uh, can help me to to reach my dream to be a formula 1 driver um the top 3 for sure you have the super license automatically you have 40 points and you can uh, you can reach formula 1 so Yeah um then um for sure in my head I will be uh, like uh, I want to win I will do everything to win um I will put everything uh, maximum work I will work as much as possible and then if I don't win maybe um we 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 will work for next season for another year in F2 we, we don't know Oh yeah definitely like the title of the podcast suggests you are the future of Formula 1 Now I want your opinion on this because a lot of people from outside Formula 1 just see the sport and see it how for how it is and a lot of people say that it's a lot more machine and a lot more the car than the driver which I don't agree with but what's your opinion on it what do you think where things lie is it the driver or the drive 
Hello, before we get any further into this episode, I just wanted to quickly let you know that we've partnered with Sedboy, that's S-E-D-B-O-I. They're basically a clothing company started with the aim of spreading mental health awareness. They have some really cool, fresh, minimalistic designs and they make some amazing hoodies of the highest quality. Not only hoodies, even other clothing apparel, etc. Apart from this, 20% of all their proceeds goes to the Minds Foundation, so definitely do check them out. Also, you can enter code JUSTBAT, that's J-U-S-T-B-A-A-T, on any purchase that you make and avail a discount of up to 15%. Definitely do check them out, link will be in our link tree. Cheers. Well, I think in Formula 1, for sure, the, the car um, can do a lot of uh, of the work, for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it's normal, uh, you know, uh, The it's normal that there is differences, like Mercedes is the best car, oh, and yeah, the Williams yeah. or the Ass is the worst yeah. car, but it's, uh, you know, in the history of Formula 1, it was uh, always like that, and mm-hmm. uh, it would be always like that. Um, but then, for sure, the drivers is always minimum uh, 50% of the job. I mean... Um, mm-hmm. Drivers uh, uh, need to beat uh, his teammates every time uh, because the teammates uh, have the same car. Um, and then, yeah, for sure, if you are a really good driver like uh, Lewis Hamilton, um, you, know, yeah. you can put Lewis Hamilton in a, in a Williams, he will not uh, win the, 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 the mm-hmm. race. But it's normal, you know, there is a, a money differences between the teams. And uh, also, we have to admit that Mercedes has, has a, are the best uh, in the moment. Yeah. They are doing a really good job, and uh, they have as well uh, the best driver. They have uh, Lewis Hamilton. So when you have the best driver, the best car, for sure you are yeah, unbeatable. So it's like that. See, I completely agree with you guys. Listen, I see he's he's talking. He's a driver. He's talking. Now I have these few questions before we end this. One is that we know that the COVID situation is still going around, and you guys will need to be in a bio bubble, and you'll need to be careful. So. How are you prepared to do that? Is it mentally challenging? Is that an add-on pressure? Or is it something you can get used to? Well, I think uh, we, we are getting used to... Uh, uh, now we, we did one completely season with uh, with that. And I think, uh, I think it's not really a big problem for us. Um, because you know it's not uh, it's not like in the in the real life uh, for us we just have to to wear the mask to do the test and to be uh, you know to to not be in contact with the uh, other category or so it's okay you know um, we we can do that uh, i mean uh, for sure it's it's a bit difficult to do like um, 30 covid-19 tests yeah. uh, in, it, but you know it's normal we have to do that it's uh, mm-hmm. We are in a, in a pandemic and uh, we have to respect that and we 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 need to do that to race so we all want to race so that uh, you know we, we we will do that anyway so yeah I think that's that's fair now talking about the race I want to pick your brains on the kind of driver that you are are you someone who loves to overtake sit behind a car and wait for the opportunity or are you someone who's ahead and likes to defend and like to set the pace of the race um. I- it depends, it depends, but I really like, uh, you know, um, to, to race in the pack and to overtake, you know, to be, um, to be really confident when you are in the pack, you are faster than the, than the other cars around you and you, you are just confident and you overtake uh, as you want every corner. This is the best. Also about the strategy during the race, are you someone who strategizes things while driving or before the race, you guys sit behind and work together as a team. What do you like? Do you like strategizing by yourself, or are you someone who does it with the team? 
Um, but to, to be honest, uh, it will be the first year I will uh, work on the strategy because Formula 2, as you know, there is yeah. a bit of yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is different compounds of tires mm -hmm. and everything. And uh, so it will be my, my first year working like that. And um, yeah, I don't know what to answer, to be honest, but we, for sure, we, we work on the, on, the, on the strategy before the race. Uh, but then there there can be a safety car, there can be a virtual safety car. You don't you you don't know, you know. Yeah. And um, you need to adapt yourself with the team on the radio and to give uh, them um, all, all the car fields, all the tires fields, you know. And uh, yeah, um, we will see this year. But uh, this will be a big new challenge for me. I think it'll go great. Like I hope it goes great. Now you know Lewis Hamilton carries his pet dog around. And I know you have a pet dog yourself, so I want to ask you: Will you carry it around during the Formula Two season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, she was sometimes, not not every races, but um, yeah, the the dog were, was with me uh, uh, some races, and uh, yeah, I think uh, you know, um, it's cool to um to be out uh, out of uh, you know like outside of the motorsport world, um, you know the how to say how can I say that um. Just you know the after the, the day you know uh, for example it's Saturday uh, we just uh, did the two the two races of Formula Two of the Saturday mm -hmm. um, I want to go back to the hotel and then mm -hmm. just do something else you know to not think about motorsport every time and this helps a lot you know uh, to be uh, mentally fresh you know uh, to to have your family with you and uh, th this is good. How did you pick up basketball? Like, why basketball? <laughs> I was so curious when I was going through your Insta feed. And I've been following you for quite a few years now. And I was surprised that you like basketball and you follow LeBron, James. So how did you pick up that sport? Yeah, but I really like basketball because first I'm um, in, you know, uh, I'm doing school in France in uh, Le Mans. So uh, the city where there is the 24 hours of Le Mans. Yeah. Uh, but mm -hmm. as well, um, there is the best uh, French basketball team. Uh, which is uh, Le Mans, Le Mans basketball team, uh, mm. MSB. And uh, as well, I love NBA. Um, I started to watch and I really like NBA, you know. Um, I don't know, it's, it's a great sport, you know, there is a lot of show. And uh, I really like, you know, LeBron James or Stephen Curry or, you know, the, the, these, these guys are really uh, good athletes, athletes. And uh, they are working a lot on the mental side, on the physical side. You know, they are giving everything, and uh, you can see that they, they are the best. You know, um, and this is a bit more difficult in Formula One because, uh, yeah, in Formula One, people, uh, you know, watching Formula One just the Sunday cannot mm -hmm. see uh, yeah, if the driver true. is a really good athlete or not. But um, yeah, well, I, I really like basketball. So Lakers, watch out for him. He might be your next sign-up. But on that note, Theo, thank you so much for joining in, man. It's been a great pleasure. Like even now, 20 minutes past, it's, I can talk to you forever, but I know, of course, you don't have that time. But thank you so much for joining in. It's been great. And I hope you had a good time too. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey guys, that's our episode and I hope you've enjoyed it. Please follow us on Instagram, that is just.bathe. Please follow us on Twitter, that is jbathe, J-B-W-A-T-E-I-N. Follow us on all podcasting platforms. Share it if you like it. Peace.